Hi, I'm Rona. And I'm Chloe, and we are longtime besties here to give you our unfiltered opinion on all things womanly. From body health and image to relationships and sex, we want to talk about it all, even when society tells us not to. Looks a bit crazy because it looks I haven't toned it. It's so blonde. um... It's not, it doesn't normally look like this. It's just today it looks like crazy. It looks very bougie with the two blonde bits and then the brown. Yeah, like when you look at it from the side, it's not too bad. But when you look at it like that, it looks a bit crazy. Honestly. How's a short hair life? It's so weird, but it's quite nice. Like, um, you know, like I don't have to do too much with it. Doesn't take as long either to dry. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite nice. Like, do you want to see how short it is? so greasy it looks nice no it's literally like the same length as mine I never thought you'd go that short I know I I am getting a bit of like FOMO like I miss my blonde my long blonde hair for those of you who don't know already, Wild and Womanly is a female empowering art brand created by me, Brona Genovese, with the aim to help women finally become comfortable in their own skin, whilst also breaking down taboos surrounding the female body. I create vibrant abstract nude art, from originals to commissions to prints and accessories. Wild and Womanly is here to help celebrate you. If you'd like to check out my work or you fancy getting commission of your beautiful body, please visit wildandwomanly.com or follow us on Instagram at wildandwomanly. That's wild with a Y and womanly with an I. Thank you. All right, we'll get started with the pod. I thought because we talk about the coil, well, it comes up quite a lot in our conversations, but we haven't actually discussed it. So I thought we would do one on it. And as we were doing it, I was like, I'm going to do some research on it so I can tell people what it is. This whole time, you know how it's three letters? Mm. What do you think the letters are? What the... What the coil is called that we have. The IUD. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. But no, the IUD is the copper one. We have an IUS. Oh. Yeah, because I was on the... Um, NHS website and I was like this whole time I thought what we had was called the IUD. Verona sorry I need to just pause one sec. No worries. Because the dog's got one of my Christmas decorations that fell on the floor and now he's (laughs) eating it. He had this. (laughs) He had that in his mouth. It fell on the floor when I turned the camera to show you the candles. Oh. <laughs> and then he's just started chewing it. And now he's growling. He's take, I've just given him a chew. He's run upstairs. So hopefully that keeps him entertained for a while. All right. So I thought I would just start by explaining what the IUS actually does um, before we get into our own experiences of it. Obviously, we are not doctors or I am not a nurse (laughs) no but just a general gist of what the IUS is for people who are wondering um so I don't know how to say this word intratrine right okay I don't know how to say that either (laughs) how's it spelled I-N yeah T-R-A yeah U-T-E-R Intuterin. I-N-E. Intuterin? I don't know. That's what the I stands for anyway. Okay. Device. 
Um, but instead of releasing copper, like the IUD, it releases a hormone progesterone into the womb. So basically what it does is it thickens the cervical mucus, which makes it more difficult for sperm to move through the cervix and thins the lining of the womb so an egg is less likely to be able to implant itself. It also says for some people it can prevent the release of an egg each month, so ovulation, but most people continue to ovulate, which I didn't know. Oh. How long ago did you get yours? Yours wasn't that long ago, was it? I think it was a year ago, probably like this month. When did we start getting COVID jabs? Because it was at the same time. It was like That was like September, wasn't it? Yeah, about a year ago. Yeah, so I've, I've had it in about a year now. I was thinking this the other day and I was like, I actually can't remember when I got this put in. And I was like, I need to remember the date because I need to remember when I need to get it out. Get it out. Exactly. I think mine was three years ago. And I think you can have it for up to five, isn't it? Yeah. So you're coming up to that point now. Yeah, I know. I'm Slowly. so sad. What made you decide, well, I kind of know, but what made you decide to get the coil in the first place? So I had had really bad um, experiences with other forms of contraception before. So I've been on, I think I've actually been on pretty much everything. Um, I started <laughs> on... I think when I first got something, I started on the injection and then loved the injection. The injection was great for me. Went every three months, they shoved it in my bum and like, cool. it was fine. Like, How old were you that. when you had your first contraception? I think like 17. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I loved, I absolutely loved the injection, had no problems with it. Um, but when I went to get them done, she was like, you can't keep getting these done because it can be really bad for your bones. Um, I can't remember what the word's called, but it's like where your bones get like weak. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I wasn't allowed to get the injection anymore. So she recommended the implant, um, which lasts for three years because it's the same hormone apparently that is what is in the injection. So she was like, she was like, you, look, you'll be absolutely fine. The only difference is that it's it'll last three years rather than lasting three months and you don't have to keep coming back every three months so to me I was like oh that's great because I don't have to worry about it for every three months I can worry about it like in three years time so got it put in and then I was fine for probably like the first year but then I feel like the second and third year was just the worst like my I had really bad anxiety really bad depression really bad like I mean it might yeah, not necessarily be related but I personally think it is because when you speak to people that have been on the implant as well yeah. a lot of them say that they had them experiences as well so yeah um so came off of the implant after three years I kept it in the whole time um came off that after three years and then I was like right so what do I want next and then I remember you said that you'd had a good experience with the coil um and then when I was looking into it there was a lot of like positive reviews about it rather than when I was looking into the implant, it was a lot of like negatives about the same yeah. sort of experiences that I'd had. So I thought, right, I'll give it, I'll give it a go. If I don't like it, I can get it taken out. And it doesn't necessarily freak me out as much as getting the implant taken out. Cause the implant's like a little thing in your arm. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I couldn't even touch yours when you had yours. I was like, I'm I still have that. the mark where the implant sat on my arm. Like oh. I still have it in my arm, like where, where it was. Um, but yeah, so I went, 
same day they took the implant out and then as she was taking the implant out she put the thing in the coil in oh my god and now I'm a year down the line and touch wood I've not had any issues just yet providing it's still in there (laughs) (laughs) that is the question that is the question (laughs) yeah because I got mine three years ago I was on the pill since I was I think I was 18 or 19 I was quite old um and then I, I was completely fine with the pill, had no problems with it. And then the last year year or six months, I was like, this is not making me feel right. Like I just used to want to cry. And I was like, I think this is the pill. I don't think. Yeah, you've just reminded me, actually, I was on the pill as well at some point. Where it was in on between... the pill and was it the implant at the same time or something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that. there was a time when I was on the implant and the pill at the same time. Um, I was getting really bad headaches and like really high blood pressure. So she was like, oh, you need to take the pill at the same time. So I was doing both. And then, but then there was a time as well where I think it was just after I, instead of having my injections and before having the implant, I did go on the pill briefly as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was getting really bad headaches. But as soon as that swapped, I thought it was because I needed glasses. But as soon as it swapped, like I didn't really need my glasses anymore. I wasn't really getting headaches. So yeah, I can't believe they put you on two at the same time. Yeah. That sounds not good. Not that I'm a professional, but that does not sound <laughs> fun. Yeah, I was on both at the same time. And like I had told you, I had a good experience. My close friend, Emma, had told me that she'd had a good experience. Actually, I don't think she'll mind me saying this, but during, I think, the start of uni, she was on the pill and then she changed to the coil she was a different person like oh, really literally she was a different person like she was so more much more positive and like I don't know she was just a completely different person I don't know if it's related but I remember saying to her like since you've gone on the coil you're like completely different so I I don't know whether it does change your personality but I think it does have a big impact so yeah she had a good experience while I was like I'm going to go on it. And I think that's what most people do. They go off word of mouth, but I feel like everyone's experience is very different with everything. Yeah, I feel like, do you know what? I completely agree because I feel like my anxiety and things like that are nowhere near as bad as when, like now that I'm on the coil, nowhere near as bad as they were when I was on the implant, for example. And that that might just be circumstances. But I think it probably does have a massive, massive part to play in it. Yeah, definitely. And so I thought next we'd talk about the actual experience of getting the coil put in because yours was during COVID wasn't it yeah uh no kind of so it was it was just after COVID had sort of happened so it was like September 2021 but I remember I got my COVID I got my COVID vaccine the night before so I felt ill anyway and I I suffered really badly with side effects from the COVID vaccine And um, so I got my COVID vaccine the night before, had my coil booked in for at least like two weeks and then went to go get it like put in or whatever. And I was feeling so ill from my COVID vaccine. But I was like, do you know what? I feel ill anyway, as it is. I'm going to feel even worse when I get it put in. So why have you booked them right next to each other? (laughs) I think because my COVID one was a walk-in and I think I just decided, oh, "Oh, I'm just going to go and get it done. And then thinking that I'd be okay and I wasn't 
but then I didn't want to cancel my my coil appointment yeah. so I still went to it like feeling like shit and yeah got them both done at the same time but um it's probably I, a good thing when I went there was the nurse and then I don't know what they call the other person but she literally basically held my hand yeah I had that? a nurse and then I had a student midwife maybe that's similar to what I had yeah so there was like a nurse and the nurse is actually the same woman that fitted my um my implant uh, which is weird because it was at a completely different place as to where I got the implant fitted but that's so strange but it just happened to be the same person yeah she so she was so lovely and she was like she was like oh yeah like talking about fit in the coil and I was like I was like yeah I think you actually fitted my implant three years ago she goes yeah I did I looked at your paperwork and saw it was me that did it and then as she was pulling it out, she was like, this is where we realised that I haven't got this in the right place or something. I was like, oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> I think as well, before you have it done, they test you for like STIs and things like that. Yeah, I had to do like a chlamydia test. Do you do um, a pregnancy tests as well? I can't remember because you can't be pregnant, can you? When they, I didn't. But maybe, maybe that's because I was on the implant. Because I was getting both done at the same time. So maybe. True, that's true. I think I came off the pill and then I was off it for a while until. That's probably why if you weren't on anything. Yeah. Yeah. I just remembered I had that student midwife in the room and she was really new to it. She'd only just started like, because obviously it was in like September. So I think she'd literally only just started. And um, I was like laid there with my legs wide open. She's like, do you mind if I have a look? I'm like go for it girl like get in there she's like fully like got her head in there like looking she's like sorry I feel like that's a bit weird because I'm looking at your vagina I was like hun you're a midwife gonna see loads of them just get in there I bet a year later she doesn't even ask now oh yeah literally yeah and then I remember she had never felt an implant before either she'd never even felt one I was like you're a midwife you never felt one so she was like fully like feeling my arm before it came out to like feel what it was like yeah I think that's the first time as well I've had my legs up in the stirrup things. I don't think I've ever had that before. It's a very strange experience. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had that before either. I'm not very exposed. <laughs> yeah, and then when they put the, it's like a crocodile clip thing. Yeah, like what yeah. that goes into like opening yeah. up. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not Did you fun. find it painful? <laughs> I didn't find it painful. I just find it very uncomfortable. Um, I don't think, no, I think I found it a little bit painful painful maybe I did it maybe it was just really uncomfortable it's like a screwing sensation wasn't it that's when they put the coil in yeah that it's like a screwing sensation that was like I wouldn't necessarily say it was painful I would say maybe it's just uncomfortable but I'd say like on a pain scale it's like a three but like it's just very uncomfortable like it's just like a really strong stomach cramp I would say yeah it's a feeling you would never experienced before because they're twisting it if anything, I would say what was more uncomfortable was keeping that thing in. You know, like the thing they use to like open you up yeah. was keeping that in for so long. Like yeah. that was probably what was the most uncomfortable thing because the actual like screen part probably took her like 30 seconds, if that. Yeah. And the, it, I think I had the thing in for like, because she had to, they have to like, I don't actually know what they do, but don't they open you your cervix? They check it and I think do they swab it as well? They like swab your cervix, yeah, or something like that. And then and then they put it in and then they do something else. Like, oh, they cut the strings. 
so it's like probably like a good three or four minutes of having this thing inside of you which is quite a long time and it's it just feels very uncomfortable so I think if anyone's getting it done if you've ever had a smear test imagine that thing for like four minutes and that's probably your biggest pain I guess I remember holding the student's arm like she was like you can hold my arm or hand if you're you know you just need something to like crush with your hand yeah I had some guy come in actually that's at that point I had three people I forgot about this other guy so I had the woman who was putting it in yeah and then I had the student midwife who she they were both there for the implant removal they did that first and then this other guy came in when I had my legs on the thing um and he came in and held my hand and he was asking me loads of questions like asking me what I did for a job blah 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 and he was trying to like distract me and then oh. I was talking to him about being cabin crew and and then we were talking about like our favorite places to go so it kind of like completely distracted me because we were talking about something completely different to what they were doing um but yeah I completely forgot about that guy that he was in there as well but so you had three people I had three people in the room. Oh, that's cozy. <laughs> and I could do it. I I reckon I could do it in front of a like a team of people. <laughs> I'm not shy. I'm not shy. If you need some students to watch <laughs> watch a coil fit in, just just come in the room with me. I'm not. I'm down for that. <laughs> Chloe be up for naked attraction if anyone knows. No, no, only, <laughs> only in a medical setting. If it's if it's for medical reasons, I'm down for it. But not. Yeah, you won't be seeing me on naked attraction anytime soon. That is true. Like, I don't think I care about people seeing my vagina in the hospital. Isn't it so weird? Like, in a medical setting, you literally don't care. But if that was like, if that was me sat in a bar with my legs wide open, <laughs> it'd just be a bit odd. Although I've never had a man do it, so I don't know if that'd be different or make me feel different. I had a man that used to do my injections where it goes at like the injection goes in your bum. Which oh, that's quite intimate. Yeah. Where I had to fully like bend over, get my <laughs> bum out and let him stick it in. <laughs> Was he an attractive doctor? Not particularly, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did he speak um, to you while he was doing it? I don't think so. I think we spoke before and after, just probably not during, but I mean, it it only takes like 10 seconds. So (laughs) that sounds like you just described a one night stand. (laughs) (laughs) It will only last 10 seconds. (laughs) We only, we spoke of it before and after, but we didn't speak during. (laughs) Because I remember feeling kind of like strong period cramps but probably yeah, do you know time. what the pain afterwards was like yeah. the worst so along with having flu symptoms from my covid vaccine and feeling like dog shit from that yeah. I then remember like I remember like just being bent over in absolute agony with like stomach cramps and because I think because I hadn't had periods for like three years with having the implant I wasn't really used to having stomach cramps like I'd have some here and there but I remember when I was younger I'd get really 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 bad stomach cramps and that just took me back to being like 16 and having awful stomach cramps god how many times have I just said stomach cramps anyway (laughs) (laughs) I think as well correct me if I'm wrong but I think when you had the stomach cramps you were worried that it wasn't in properly I feel like you text me that or something 
Or was that a bit later on? That was later on. I think that was like a month or two down the line. Um, but because that that whole day that I got it fitted, I just passed out all day, all day long. I slept on the sofa. I had a hot water bottle on me, had a blanket on me, and I just slept because I was just my body was just done. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone wants to get it done, book the whole day off and make yeah. it. Yeah. So. Do you know what? I was I was off sick because of my COVID vaccine anyway, and I'm kind of glad that I'd done it because I was planning on going and getting it fitted and then going into work. Oh. Um, and, but I was off sick anyway with this COVID vaccine because I just felt so ill. Um. But I'm kind of glad I did them both at the same time because. I just doing it all together I just made my body just crash (laughs) (laughs) and did you get periods regularly when you started because you know how you can get spotting for the first I think I just had a little bit of spotting for the first few weeks I think mine was a few months I had spotting like nearly every day like tiny tiny amounts but nearly every day so it's really annoying because you then have to wear a panty liner do you know what I'll be able to tell you because I used to track when I was spotting so if I can work out when I got it fitted I should have it on I think it can last up to six months oh my god I actually haven't tracked anything since I had this fitted because I just don't get anything anymore (laughs) um yeah so I had it for like yeah I'd say a couple of weeks it was my do you know what I got I got really bad hot flushes and night sweats maybe that was my vaccine though but yeah that's strange because I put all my symptoms in I had abdominal cramps fatigue hot flushes and night sweats what are you monitoring that on or where just on apple oh I don't know just on the apple health app oh I don't know that's a thing yeah it's great because I don't get periods well, I got periods regularly, like every month. And then after about a year, they just kind of disappeared and come whenever they feel like it. Yeah. It's so weird because we had our period one last week or the week before. Then my period came last week. Right oh, really? Yeah. And my friend, she was saying she was listening to the podcast about periods, literally went to the toilet and her period started. She was oh my like, God, we jinxed her. <laughs> So sorry. <laughs> she was like I did not agree to audience participation <laughs> <laughs> should have got her on the pod she told yeah. us about her experience because we don't get <laughs> them anymore <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the part. so when you say you got your period though was it a was it an actual period or was it like yeah like I mean oh, really? lighter than my normal periods like before I mean I can't actually remember what a normal period is because it's been so long six years yeah from what I remember it's a lot lighter like I I used to have to use like the heavy uh pads but it was more just like the lighter ones or the panty liners yeah I I hardly have to use anything I couldn't even tell you the last time that I bled or anything no do you have any negatives about the coil or things you don't like about it the only thing I hate is that I can't find it (laughs) Oh yeah, me and Chloe, we had this discussion on the first pod. <laughs> who, who knows if that thing's still in there? We, I, I couldn't tell you. We need to get, we need what, to get a doctor on here, like a gynecologist on here. to show, I will do it live on the pod. I will sprawl my legs open and, no. <laughs> no. and check for it. <laughs> Can you imagine? 
I will do it live on the pod. I'm telling you, I need I, I need somebody to tell me if it's still in there or not. <laughs> you should have got them to check it when you had your smear because that's what I did. I did. Oh. But that was only like that was only like two months after I had the coil fitted. So I knew it was still there two months uh, after, but we're now a year down the line and I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I've so even had Josh, I've even had Josh going up there trying to look for it. No. The thing is, this the string is really, really thin. So it could have curled up. Yeah. And then you can't feel it. But for anyone who doesn't know, the only way for you to know if your coil is in there is you should feel like this really thin string when you put your fingers up your vagina. Um, but me and Chloe both. I mine's more, I tried once. I have this weird fear about putting my fingers up there and it cringes me out, so I can't do it. Chloe has tried multiple times, but just can't feel it. Um, well yeah maybe I just don't know what I'm searching for and I know obviously everyone says it's just strings that you're searching for I I literally cannot feel a thing but then I I will like put my fingers up there I I don't do this often may I just add I've tried it like once or twice you make it sound like I do it every (laughs) week it's weekly tries (laughs) I've done it like once or twice and I just couldn't feel anything so yeah it's a mystery. It's because you hear all the horror stories about them. That's why. I do get, do you get it sometimes when you're having sex? Sometimes you feel like you can feel it like pushing. Is this just me? No, yeah. I, like pushing in your uterus. In certain positions, I can feel it. And I don't, okay. I was thinking that. I was like, is it that? Because I can't remember what it felt like before. Yeah, exactly and then or is it just my mind telling me like you've got something in there and that's pushing it like is it like a placebo sort of thing where I'm just thinking it and it's not actually because sometimes I'm like oh like that didn't feel right (laughs) no I feel that in certain positions it doesn't it feels like I can feel it yeah which kind of makes me sometimes think oh at least I kind of know it's still there (laughs) yeah because I'm, I'm glad period. I'm not the only one. I'm glad you get that too. No, yeah, I get that. Although I'm all worried about falling out. Like I heard about someone who, a friend of a friend, fell down the stairs and it came out. As she fell down the stairs? Yeah, I'm like, surely it can't come out that easily. I've heard about it falling out in the toilet, but not like as you fall down the stairs. Yeah, she fell down She fell down from top to bottom of the stairs and oh, lodged the... She must have obviously hit it really hard, but yeah. I don't know. But even if it falls out in the toilet, are you going to feel that? No, but I do check the toilet most of the time. Huh? Yeah, you'd probably hear I... it, right? You'd hear the metal plasticiness of it. Yeah, probably. But if you're having a poo... <laughs> <laughs> you're not hearing nothing. <laughs> you might not hear it. <laughs> so do you think you'll continue using the coil I think because this is going to last me until I'm about 30 now I mean obviously ask ask me again in five years but because this is probably gonna last me till I'm about 29 30 I'll probably just get it taken out and maybe I don't know we'll see maybe try and have a baby I don't know but ask me when I get to that point (laughs) whether I want a baby or not I'll see if I'm ready but to be honest I probably wouldn't I probably wouldn't get it back in if I if I didn't want a baby in five years and I wanted to go another form of contraception 
I probably wouldn't get it back in because I like it, but I don't know if I'd want to commit to a whole five years and then I'd probably only have it in for like a year or two. And I just feel like it's a bit pointless for that. Yeah, to then get it taken out again. Yeah. What about you? Do you reckon you'll get another one after this one? Because you're coming up to that point, aren't you? Yeah, I've only got two years now. I think I will. I, as well, like the idea of natural cycles, but I don't know if it's legit or not. So that's something I'll probably research into, but I don't know how much I trust it. Weren't you telling me on the last pod that you don't trust it at all and that somebody you know got pregnant off of that? And yes, yes, my friend who is pregnant, that's how she got pregnant. Yeah, so you (laughs) try and say. No, I don't know, but I like the idea of knowing when my cycle is. Like at the minute, I have no cycle. I have no idea about yeah. my population or well when I was tracking it on this thing bear in mind I was on the implant so it was yeah very like staggered but like they're like 50 days 38 days 34 days 61 days 44 days 36 days 41 days <laughs> it's so, oh, random. so varied yeah like it was so random when I was tracking it that's what I mean. Surely it only works if your cycle is perfect. Yeah, but I think if you weren't on any contraception, eventually your body would get into a normal routine, I think. You'd hope. I, you I also hope. get worried that because I haven't had a normal routine in seven years, does my body remember what that is? I know. Because it's been so long. We yeah. put all this stuff in our body that we have. I think it would. But- I think it would get back to normal after a while. Yeah, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? It might take you a year. Yeah. All right. So so is that what you're going to do then after this one or you just haven't decided yet? I haven't decided. It would definitely not be another form of contraception other than natural cycles or the coil. Like I, I wouldn't go back on the pill or anything like that. So it would either be coil or natural cycles. But then... I know in my head, if I went on natural cycles all the time, I'd be fretting that I'm pregnant. Or you would you would panic as well me. because you're not even like mad on having a baby. Either, no, thank so. you. No, thank <laughs> you. So you would be like... I'd probably be buying yeah. pregnancy tests every week. Yeah, you would be. <laughs> so maybe it's best to just get the coil put back in. Yeah, but then even if you did it, what, you've got two years left, so you'll be like 27 when you yeah. get it taken out so then another five years you'll only be like 32 that's still no, no. fine still young god I would, I, yeah yours is actually kind of the perfect time really like mine's still like I get it taken out when I'm 29 that's still quite young yeah maybe like I feel like 30 32 is like a good age yeah to like get it out we could it's just, just never ending though because then what do you do after you've had kids do you still get contraception put back in this is used a lot in menopause the coil because my mum was talking to me about it she's like oh they recommend it for menopause or something I was like oh really so I think think... women after they have kids go on the coil yeah I think I know somebody actually that did it because of menopause the doctor recommended it that's so true I feel like we should speak to someone about what they do about contraception after they've had kids yeah I've no idea. No. Obviously, if you're done having kids, if you're not done having kids. (laughs) Yeah, but then even if you are done having kids, they don't allow you to like 
sterilize yourself until you're of like a certain age. Oh, really? Yeah, like Wendy wants to, like, she was saying about getting sterilized, but they won't allow her to do it because they're like, oh, we're not sure if you might want another one. And she's like, I've got three. <laughs> she's like, I can't have any more. Okay, she should have the choice on her own body. I know, right? I'm pretty sure there's not there's not an age for men. They won't say that to a man, surely. Yeah, but a man's is reversible. Women's is not. Oh. Yeah, but I feel like a woman knows if she's had three kids and she doesn't want any more. Like, it's her decision. Yeah, 100%. I'd understand maybe if it was a woman that hadn't had any kids that might change yeah. her mind. But if you've had three already, I feel like you would definitely be sort of set in your mindset that you don't want any more yeah and it's probably healthier for her than going on some form of contraception for the rest of her life yeah but yeah okay so I thought we haven't done boob blurb in a while oh it's back it's back boob blurb is back what's something you wish you knew during puberty oh how to put a tampon in are we talking about like when I was just anything anything yeah I would say how to put a tampon in because I didn't put my first one in until I was 17 so I would say that would have saved me a lot of embarrassment in school do you wish they obviously they can't teach you in school but they could kind of teach you in school because in school they don't even teach you like what a pad is or yeah that is true I feel like girls should be taken out for like a separate class on things like periods and things yeah and what even what hole your tampon goes in when I'm 13 I'm to be honest with you I don't know where that hole is yeah get to that hole and also I feel like you're told horror stories when you're a teenager of like if you haven't had sex putting a tampon in is going to really hurt yeah but like I don't I mean I don't think I ever tried it oh actually no maybe I did because I didn't lose my virginity until after my 17th birthday so yeah I definitely did put it in before I'd had sex and it didn't hurt so no, you do it right and you yeah exactly as long as it's damp enough down there <laughs> <laughs> moisture guys if you're listening to this on apple podcast or spotify please subscribe and leave us a five-star review if you're watching on youtube please like comment and subscribe We also love to hear from you guys, so please send any questions, dilemmas or topics that you'd like to chat to us about to wildandwomanlypod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at wildandwomanly where you can also check out my Bosley Positive artwork. That's wild with a Y and womanly with an I. Thank you.